Hello, everybody, and welcome to Book It Vince, the wrestling dream match podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Martin Bennett. And with me, as always, is the submission magician, Anthony Hall. Uh, the submission magician is... Who's really good at submissions? Who's really good at submissions? Uh, e. Malenko. <laughs> no, he is the man of a thousand holds. <laughs> uh, the submission uh, magician is Shayna Baszler. Uh, yes. That is exactly what I was going to say. <laughs> I'm throwing you I was like, is it some, I was like, is it somebody current? And I was like, oh, yeah. I ha- this, is, this is a nickname that I've heard recently. Yeah. Shane Baszler. Submission magician. Submission magician. There you go. But. Boom. We got an exciting episode of Book of Vince for you today. We're here. We got wrestling t-shirts. I got my recruitment specialist shirt. Anthony's got his Lucha Lucha Brothers Brothers. shirt on. Um, And yes, if you don't know what we do here on Book It Vince, we, every week, book, fantasy book, a dream match of professional wrestling that we want to see um, that could happen or maybe will never happen. We'll see. Never know. Life could change. Life Ma- could change. Uh, ma- magical <laughs> things could happen, like Sting coming back. I don't know. <laughs> but Book convinced. You, life could change. You never know. But if you enjoy what we do here, please make sure to give us a follow or a subscription on whatever platform you get your podcasts on, or come and look and watch the video version so you can see our wrestling shirts and see our beautiful faces. And Anthony's crazy backgrounds that he pulls up. Maybe he's got one for this week. We'll have to see. Um, He says he does. (laughs) Um, So, Anthony, it is your week to give us a booking. What is your dream match for us? Okay, so what I have is uh, the King of Kings. Triple H. Versus... One of his NXT creations, uh, possibly one of the longest uh, serving uh, NXT people uh, at the moment, Tommaso Ciampa. Ooh, Triple H. So versus yeah. Tommaso Ciampa. So I wasn't sure exactly how I wanted to do it, but you know, I think maybe. We want to do current day Triple H and and present Tommaso Ciampa. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. So, okay. Do you think that this is something that could go forward from like this point in time? Because right now, uh, as we're recording this, um, Tommaso Ciampa just lost to Timothy Thatcher in the fight pit match. Yes. So, and we don't really know where Tommaso is going from here. Yes. Um, I think it, it is. Uh, let's pick it up from right now. This exact moment. Okay. So, I mean, unless you have any specific things that you want to see, my first thought kind of goes to. Um, hmm. It's tricky because I don't want this to be 
like our other episode that we did where it was Adam Cole versus Shawn Michaels, kind of student versus teacher. I don't want it to be that. I don't think I, I don't think it's I don't think it's like that. What I do think maybe maybe what a stipulation that could be on the line is Triple H is talking about, you know, maybe he's talking about uh, how NXT has created very, uh, many stars on the main roster and it it could be time for some stars to graduate from NXT and move to the main roster. I think he lists a bunch of people um, and Champa is among the names, but Champa, I think, I think it's, I think it's pretty well known that he doesn't want to go to the main roster and he wants to stay in NXT forever. Um, and I think he is like, no, I will leave WWE if you put me on SmackDown or, I think that could be one of the major forces driving this story. Okay. Hmm. Interesting. Um, so could it be then, uh, could it be then say like, you know, we're, we're, we're gearing up for Royal Rumble right um because you typically there usually is a couple of nxt people that show up in the rumble yeah um and maybe triple h comes on to raw or smackdown or something like that and says like uh you can definitely expect some nxt faces to appear in this year's rumble um yes. and maybe some and maybe it, it could be it could be what gives the opportunity to uh, someone at NXT to move up to the main roster and challenge for a world title. That's right. <laughs> he's telling he's telling us right now on the press conference. He's letting <laughs> us know. Triple H, he's like, hey, yeah, there's a bunch of guys who are really great who will come up and surprise you in the Rumble. <laughs> uh, who... I'm, I'm, Try to think of uh, who might realistically appear in the Rumble this year. Who might realistically who appear in this yeah. year's Rumble? I honestly do sort Rumble. of think that Champa might actually show up in the Rumble, but um, has he shown? Has he shown up before? No, I, I actually don't remember. Uh, Gargano did. Riddle did. Um, Adam Cole has. Um, I think this year you could have uh, maybe like Roderick Strong or Kyle O'Reilly show up. Damian um, Priest, maybe? Because Damian Priest allegedly was going to get called up anyway. You maybe Bronson Damian... Reed? Yeah, Bronson Reed would be, be pretty fun. That'd yeah. be good. You could have Thatcher. Yeah. Um, in the women's Cameron Rumble. Grimes? Oh, maybe Cameron Grimes. Cameron Grimes? <laughs> right to the moon. Um Gabriel Grimes. Yeah, you could have you you could have um Oh, what's his name? Why do I keep forgetting his name? Uh draws. <laughs> really creepy. Why do I always oh. forget his name? <laughs> Dexter Loomis? Dexter Loomis. You could have Dexter Loomis. 
Um, yeah, yeah, you could have Austin Theory. Um, there's there's a few people in the men's rumble that could definitely show up. Um, I feel like but, Rhea Ripley is definitely oh, showing yeah. up in the rumble for sure. Um, probably Candice LeRae. Yeah, maybe Shotzi Blackheart. Yeah, Shotzi in the, would be in, the good. in the women's rumble. That'd be good. Uh, yeah. So okay, so um, yeah, it's like Triple H is saying like that some people might get an opportunity to move up to the move up. Um, should it just be as something as simple as that? Then there's like a a video thing of like uh, Tommaso like telling Triple H like. You better not be thinking that you better not think that I'm going to be moving up to the rumble if, or, or moving up to the main roster of you. If you say so, I'm not doing that. Could it be yeah, as something think, as simple as just that, like as the inciting thing. And then triple H kind of takes it as like, like, uh, it's hard because in, in NXT triple H is seen as a face because, you know, he yeah. gives opportunity to all these people. And so, but um, I think I I think he he now ha- he'll have to do some manipulating, right? Because I don't think he gets into the ring or does anything wrestling related until the match, right? Between him and Tommaso Ciampa. But like, I'm just struggling with how to, like, what would Triple H's response be? Because probably if it was like. You better not think that I'm gonna be the one. I'm gonna be one of the ones to move up. Probably, what would then happen is like Triple H would go, "Oh, no problem. If you want to stay here, it's all good." <laughs> but what would? How would? Ju- how could we justify Triple H being like, "If I say you move up, you you do what I say." Yeah. Like, well, I think I think he has to tell Tommaso Ciampa. Maybe this is uh, an an opportunity for Triple H to be less face and kind of move into a more, it's like fading into sort of an authority esque um, vibe, but like not being fully healed. Like, I think he says, look, Tommaso, there's no doubt that you've been one of the greatest superstars in NXT, that you're mm-hmm. undoubtedly one of the all time greats of NXT, but NXT right now is a youth movement. We're trying to build up stars for the main roster. We're trying to uh, give people opportunities who have not been given opportunities elsewhere. And you've had your opportunities. Exactly. Ooh, and he takes it so personally. Yeah, he's like, you've had your opportunities. You've been the champion. Mm-hmm. You've, you've main evented many takeovers. It's time to let others have a chance of the spotlight. That's why we're going to move you because it's a, it's a bigger challenge for you. You've done everything you need to do in NXT. Why do you want to stay here when you could be on SmackDown competing for the intercontinental title? When you could be on raw challenging for the, the US title, the WWE championship. Yeah. That's just a start. But Tommaso Ciampa is reluctant. He's like, I've seen what happens. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've seen what happens when you uh, you could say when you put people up but 
obviously, like, if you're catering to the NXT audience, they know it's that when people get called to the main roster, it's like, it's not because it's not really Triple H's decision. Yeah. It's because it's like, I like that guy, bring him up here, you know? Yeah. And so that's yeah, exactly probably, that's probably what then Tommaso's thing will be is like is like why don't you why you know it's like why don't you grow some balls and make some decisions around here for yourself for once? Yeah, exactly. And, and it's instead, like you, instead of being yeah, told like you who, built this. Yeah, instead of being told who who belongs where and why. Yeah. I yeah, mean you could like, even you could even just start out with you. instead of Tommaso going directly to Triple H, it could be Tommaso going to Regal. Yeah, that would work. And, Regal and Regal is the direct person that he would uh, correspond with because he's the general. And him saying like, if if Hunter thinks that I'm going anywhere, he can, you know, he he, he can come talk to me personally or whatever. And then that's yeah. the kind of yeah. inciting incident. Yeah, he's like, he can drag me out of here. Should should then it get dramatic where then Tommaso is attacked or should it just be this kind of like really heated like back and forth between Hunter and Tommaso? I think it's 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 heated at first and then you're we're going to have to start seeing Triple H his his powers in NXT uh, of of manipulating the people to do his bidding because he is. He is Papa. So I think, yeah, they they're cutting promos on each other. And and yeah, we get I think we get a promo where Triple H, he, maybe he's not talking to Chapa directly like in his office, but he like he cuts the promo talking about how um, NXT is made for um, people who have come from all different places, people who come from our system in the performance center. Who haven't had opportunities in the past, and you, and you have. This is for uh, this is the next generation of talent that we're trying to cultivate here in NXT, and you have to give up your spot. And like, and I want, to t- and, I, and I want you to go up main roster and prove that all of your training up until this point has prepared you to challenge for these ma- these major titles and to show that not all NXT call-ups are failures. Mhm. Yeah. But, and then that Chompa's can be like no. Well no. The, and that and then that can be Champa then retorting with like oh so you don't want what's best twisting the words and being like you don't want what's best for me. You want yeah. to see show that you're like that this is just for your own self gain that like your what you're doing here is worth it to your stepdad or not stepdad sorry your father-in-law father-in-law to your father-in-law yeah to your father-in-law stepdad (laughs) to your father-in-law um and you just want me to be to show him that you were actually doing a good job why because since you haven't been doing a good job all along like and it just becomes it just becomes battling back and forth of like it's like Hunter you kind of start being like well is is Tommaso just being a dick or is Hunter yeah. like is Hunter actually trying to be genuine and show this but then you can twist it on its head where like Hunter then just turns and it's just yeah. like fine 
You don't want what's best for you. You don't know what's best for you, Tommaso. Yeah. He's like, I'm just trying to make the best possible uh, like product or maybe he doesn't stay. Maybe that's when he turns. He talks, he talks about the product and, yeah. and the superstars and um, doing what's best for the company. Uh, and that's what like really sours Tommaso Ciampa because then he's like, well, do you care about the product or do you care about us? Because it's mm-hmm. like, because Triple H in NXT is such a lovable father figure, uh, a lovable like um, developer of talent. Like, like every champion gets a gets the photo, gets the pointing photo. Yeah, gets the, the mm-hmm, yep. So like to think that one of his protégés, somebody who has the ability to go up to main roster, doesn't want to leave is like, is that a failure on Triple H's system? He's, so he's like, no, no, no. Like people listen to me. People respect me until now. And I, and if Tommaso is like the, the lone outlier that begins a revolt against me, then I'll lose control of my, my special baby, my NXT. So he has to he has to squash the revolt. Yeah. And and so and like from there, what you could do is you could have maybe there's then uh a, a tournament for number one contendership for the NXT title. Yeah. And say maybe uh I know we're a little bit away from Karrion Cross possibly winning it back off of Finn Balor, but maybe this gets to the point of like Karrion Cross does beat Finn. And so, and, and Karrion Cross was the person that when he first that showed up, Ciampa. targeted Champa. Yeah. And he, so he beat him up real bad. And so maybe there's a tournament for who is uh, going to be the number one contendership. And uh, Tommaso's not on it. Yeah. And, and, and 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 or, this is where Tommaso can oh, would it be more heat if he is on it but then gets pulled off and replaced by somebody like one younger like a new signing who is like a bigger indie name uh and then he gets pulled off the the, the tournament um because then he can attack that person and get back into the tournament uh which would make Triple H angry or it could he's not yeah yeah I'm uh, where I was initially going to think of is that then um Tommaso confronts Regal and is like whose decision was this tournament was it yours or was it Hunter's and Regal's like trying to be like I'm not I'm 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 on no one's side here I'm I'm not on anyone's side here I'm just doing what's best it's the whole th- the whole rivalry could be centered around this one phrase. What's best for business? Right. That's a classic authority phrase. Yeah. And so and so there and so you have then it's like I'm just doing what's best for business. And then maybe Tommaso it's it could be this thing of like we don't know who is the real good guy and bad guy in this scenario because then you could have Tommaso attack Regal. The unthinkable. Oh, no. 
No. Why? No. Not but regal. It, but it's just because Tommaso is seeing the authority against him, but it's like, but it's not like they're directly trying to squash him. It's just that he's then taking his hard stance against it. And it's slowly then going to build up to the point of like Triple H being like, all right, fine. And then just throws a bunch of challenges at him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. So, yeah, let's say that there's like a number one contendership tournament. He's not. on. Maybe maybe he doesn't. Maybe he doesn't beat up Regal. Maybe he just like threatens him. And it's like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) But but it's like. He could, you know, he could at it. It's it looks like Tommaso is like at and maybe any Tommaso point could strike him down, and maybe he could throw in Regal's face, being like, "You, I, it, not like I used to respect you, but like you used to, you used to be a tough son of a bitch. You've gotten soft or something like that." Well, yeah, it's like it's like you used to give um, opportunities to the right people. Like you were, you're a smart man. You're you're smart, Regal. But right now, you're just a puppet. Mm. You're a puppet. <laughs> and 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 Regal is, is gets mad, and then maybe, maybe oh well maybe because of that, because of what Champa says to Regal, that he's just a puppet that he's being manipulated. That that gives Regal like uh, a reason to maybe put him in the tournament, and 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 allow him to compete uh, to be the number one. And I Pretty think interesting. I think he could get pretty far too. I think like I think Chapa could get pretty far, and there there could be like a meeting, like the match that determines who goes to the final of the Eliminator. Uh, could be between like Champa and like somebody uh, who is young and uh, uh, like a hot signing of some sort. Like um, you could, I mean, I mean, you could get. I know he's more featured on like two hundred five live right now because he's he is currently going up against uh, Escobar for the cruiserweight title, but you got Kurt Stallion, yeah, who is like yeah, a hot. Kurt- new like young talent that like yeah uh wwe was really like really trying to get um because he was yeah, on kurt stallion sh- showed up on AEW a couple times was still a free agent and then wwe was like no we want we want you and so that's a brand new young italian talent that could be yeah so like it's like the semifinals of the tournament and and it's like oh my gosh Look, Champa basically forced his way into this tournament so he could get revenge uh, for being attacked by Cross, and then he he gets beat. He gets beat by Kurt Stallion. Like, but Kurt Stallion wins, and and then maybe we get a, a segment the following week on NXT TV um, from Hunter being or from Triple H. He's like, he's like you you tried to force my hand. You t- you you force Regal to put you into the tournament, and and look what happened. Yeah, it's time for you to move on. I mean, I like he, I I think Tommaso gets beat. I think then after that match, Tommaso has like a 
a freak out. Mm. Like to close yeah. out the show yeah. where he like just starts destroying stuff. And yeah. and then that that then allows the the viewers and the commentary team to be like, has Tommaso Ciampa lost his stride? Hmm. You know, that's where you can have uh uh Wade Barrett being like, looks looks like Tommaso uh <laughs> looks like Ciampa it doesn't have as much uh, fuel in the tank as he once did. Um, yeah. And so, then Beth is like, maybe maybe it's the injuries from the countless main events that he's been a part of. But it's finally taking a toll on his body. And then you have Vic Joseph uh, uh, say uh, something. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't think then of you anything. Have, you have Vic Joseph and he says something. Well, he says he's, someone. He's, he probably says someone just like, uh, "I wonder. Uh, uh, I wonder what uh, we'll see next of Champa. You know what? If, yeah. Um, maybe, maybe. You know, could Triple H have been right? Oh, yeah. That's what Vic Joseph says. He says, "Could Triple H have been right?" Yeah. Is so. Tommaso Champa? Could, could he even have enough in the tank to go up to SmackDown or Raw? Ooh, tricky. Uh, well, maybe, maybe, like, maybe. Well, Wade, Wade Barrett's kind of more of the more of the 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 heelish guy. So maybe Wade Barrett's like, you know, does he even have what like enough in the tank to compete at this level? Would he yeah. even be able to go up to the main roster? Mm. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I like that. I like that. Um, so now, I, so now, Chapa is lost. I think. I think then, uh, uh, this is where it probably would be Triple H. <laughs> You're kind of covering up the throne, but that's okay. <laughs> there he is, the King of Kings. I mean, I'm in the throne. Okay. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um, I think then this is where you have maybe it's like an interview with Hunter. Um, maybe it's not even on NXT. Maybe it's an interview uh, where it's like a it's like a work on like Sports Illustrated or something like that. Oh, where it's like talking about, um, you know, normal, normal, like, like uh, stuff of NXT and, 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 and the people that he's, uh, helped grow. And then like, they, they throw in a work of like, of Hunter, um, talking about like talking about Tommaso and, and they throw that in there just to help fuel the fire or whatever. And then that could result in Tommaso coming back and maybe um, destroying the, uh, the, uh, what's the, what's the place that they wrestle now in? The, oh, it's got a fun name. Uh, and I can't remember. 
but I like that. I like that it's like this this work. It's like it's a Pat McAfee, it's a Pat McAfee style work where it's like, oh, maybe it could just be Pat McAfee. Pat McAfee on his show has Triple H on, and oh, he's yeah. talking about that would work. He's talking. They're work. talking about NXT. They're talking about NXT because we can assume that there's legit stuff that happens on Pat McAfee's Daily Show and also uh, the work stuff. At oh yeah. AK when when Adam Cole was on, so it could be like, yeah, he's talking about NXT. He's trying like Pat McAfee is like basically trying to talk to his fans. To get them to watch this uh, amazing show, NXT, and Triple H is here to talk about these wrestlers that uh, he's helped cultivate. Um, uh, people who are main uh, roster stars, and then Pat McAfee says, "What about Tommaso Ciampa?" It's the uh, the Capital Wrestling Center. Yeah, there we go. Capital Wrestling Center. CWC. What about Tommaso Ciampa? What about yeah. Tommaso Ciampa? H, and he's like. I used to believe in him, not anymore. Or he, he could, he, like, I mean, he could, he could really put him up, like, and say, like, you know, Tommaso. He could, he could say Tommaso was, yeah, yeah, one of the best performers that we have ever had. Um, but he's one of the best workers. But with his recent actions, I'm not too sure what else he's able to do in his career. You know, sort of like, ooh. Ooh! This is a battle of, this is a battle of uh, just uh, uh, poking each other over and over poking again. The, poking the bear. Yeah. And I think oh then I think then NXT opens with Tommaso breaking. Oh, oh, we got video backstage, and it's just Tommaso yeah. destroying the Capitol Wrestling Center, and just trying to draw, just ah. trying to draw Hunter out. Yeah, he's just like wrecking everything, and then he gets uh, the security takes him out, and then maybe this is the night of the uh, tournament final, the Eliminator final. Um, where it's like Kurt Stallion versus uh, somebody who's more well known in NXT uh, who could be up for it. Uh, let me up for the NXT championship. Like, like who um, could become number one number one contender against Karrion like, Cross? That's a big deal. So it can't be any. It's got to be someone like legit. Can't be anything yeah. kind of jokey. Yeah. Um, who's a really good face? I mean, it could be rematch with Finn, but it probably make more sense to be, be like it could be it Kyle O'Reilly. I was thinking someone from Undisputed. I was thinking either Adam Cole or yeah. Kyle O'Reilly. So that could work. I think I think Kyle O'Reilly is a is a juicy enough face. Maybe it's like these two faces could could be against each other. This this young upstart Kurt Stallion versus um, someone who's come very close. And maybe it's just one step away from uh, getting the title if he just has another shot. And Kurt Stallion and Kyle O'Reilly begin to wrestle each other, but Champa, he's not having any of it. He gets in there and he it beats the crap out of both of them. And he hits like the fairy tale ending or Project Champa or whatever that goddamn move is called. There's too many names for it. Uh, he hits it on like Kurt Stallion and he he's 
is assaulting Kyle O'Reilly. To the point where, like, he takes both of them out, like, so that nobody can become the number one contender because he's, he's, he's crushed them. And that makes Triple H pissed. It could then, yeah, I think then you have, um, I think then you have uh, security come down, wrestlers trying to separate them all, right? And does does Hunter show up, and then and then Champa like tries to like run at him, but Attack they hold him. him. They they hold him back. Yes, absolutely. Yes, I think this will be the perfect time for Triple H to actually show his face in NXT. Um, in as a part of this view, and, it, so. and it's this thing of like, what the hell are you doing, Champa? Like, yeah. what the hell? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's making it's making Champa look. It's all making Champa look like the bad guy. Because in a way, he is the bad guy, but his intentions are reasonable. But, but now, here's here's where we flip the switch. Badness. Yeah, here's yes. where we flip the switch. Regal then announces that there will be a triple threat match between Champa or he can say, he can say as per Triple H's orders there will be a triple threat match to decide the number one contender between Kurt Salian um Kyle Riley and Tommaso Champa and then wow. Triple H interferes. Makes, oh no! Makes Tommaso lose. Oh no! And then that's where Triple H can be like, "You, you made me play my hand. You made me get involved." And that's where what if, you made your biggest if, mistake. Oh, but what if because Triple H is the mastermind of NXT that he can control anybody in NXT? What? What if? He instead of him interfering, he instructs somebody to interfere. Who better to interfere than somebody who's presently a heel, who has history with Maso Champa, who can easily be swayed by Triple H and Johnny Gargano? Gargano? Yeah. Huh? Huh? Yeah. So Johnny Gargano comes in and and like hits uh, Champa with like a lawn dart or or something like that, and uh, whomever is meant to win this triple threat, I don't I don't know who would make sense to go over in the triple threat. Maybe maybe Kurt Stallion because it's like a little it's like it's a bittersweet win. It's like oh oh, but we wanted this, but not like this. Mm-hmm, yeah, Kurt Stallion, Kurt Stallion gets the pin on Champa. And Champa is just living. He's like, I know that Johnny wouldn't do this. That he. Well, well I mean, manipulated. Well, yeah, but eh, I mean, right now. Gar- it's the Gargano way. Oh, right. Right now they are like the, the right now they're the biggest heels in NXT. <laughs> so 
Like they're doing what they want because they believe it is the way. You know, they got it's Gargano, yeah. it's Larray, they got Austin Theory, and they got Indy Hartwell. And so right. maybe yeah, Gargano does get involved, and it's like the history between these two. Why would he have done this? And and Gargano can be like, it's the way. This is the way. It could be like this is the way things have to go. And the line that yeah. like kind of tips Tommaso off is. This is the way because this is what's best for business. And then he's like, oh, how dare you? How dare you, Triple H? You, yeah, but what's best for business line is perfect. It's like, this is the way. Well, I the mean, way it that could, is best for business. It oh. could then oh. result in Tommaso versus Gargano in a match. And yes. it ends up as a, D, uh, a DQ. And you have Austin Theory and... Gargano beating the crap out of uh, Tommaso. Triple H's music hits. He comes down. Looks like he's going to confront Gargano and be like, what are you doing? What are you guys doing? We can't have, wait, we can't have this. Maybe Gargano pulls out a sledgehammer. (laughs) It looks like he's going to be really, it looks like he's about to take out Tommaso. It'd be really awesome if it's like, yeah, uh, Austin Theory is like is holding Champa and and Gargano pulls out a sledgehammer. Triple H's music hits. Triple H comes down and is like, he's he's got to put a stop to this. It's getting getting crazy. You know? This is this is affecting bottom line. It's not best for business when these shenanigans are going about. So he gets in the ring. Takes the sledgehammer away from Johnny Gargano. And it looks like he's about to reprimand away. Theory and Gargano. But then Gargano grabs Champa's arm, raises him up with Austin Theory, and Triple H takes the head of the sledgehammer, drives it into Tommaso Champa's chest, repeatedly hitting him and hitting him and hitting him until Champa is just a dead weight on the ground. I can't remember what match it was in. It might be in a couple of matches, but I know that there's been a spot where Triple H has taken, I know for a fact it's probably a gimmicked sledgehammer, and breaks it over the back of someone's neck. (laughs) And then you have Triple H holding up the hands of Theory and Gargano. Yeah, because... Chapa has has been known to have neck problems as well, so you could put you could gimmick it where it's like a, they get uh, he's like a corpse on the ground, right? So you could get Gargano to like throw in a chair, or Austin Theory throws in a chair, and you could do it to the leg or to the neck. The neck would be way more brutal, obviously, but like I feel like if you did it to the neck, then you could you wouldn't be able to justify him having a match like a few weeks later. But if you did it to the leg, you could bring back like the knee brace and whatnot. That could Oh yeah. That that would make sense at least. Yeah, and 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 bring back the um the crutch. Yeah, exactly. Bring back the a crutch. good callback. Yeah. So that would be great. Yeah, he's like he's beating him up with a sledgehammer. Then Austin Theory slides in a chair, puts Champa's bat he takes the brace and like pulls it down and puts the chair in place. Takes a sledgehammer and just 
ah, mm-hmm. he's destroying what he created. He is the he is the the master here. He's the creator, right? So he is he's now destroying one of the things he loves to do. Just two sledge, just one huge sledgehammer hit, and Champa's just like ah, and and it. And it and it's the common and no and, and what it boils down to is then it's like will Triple H talk about his actions, and it could be like a backstage interview with like, um, with Vic Joseph or so, or Mac- someone Mackenzie Mitchell or Mackenzie Mitchell someone and it's like it's a one on one kind of interview and it's just and it's kind of like the serious sort of like like when McMahon did the Brett screwed Brett interview. Mm. After the Montreal screw job, that yeah. kind of feeling. But it's not, I don't think you then have Triple H feel as though, I think the nuance to this angle is that Triple H doesn't come across as like, I'm maniacal authority figure, I'm con- all controlling. It's like, it's this thing of that Tommaso just wasn't what was best for business. And Tommaso thought he knew what he wanted. Um, but didn't realize the pressures of when you need to learn to bet, which, which is really funny that it, you have Triple H saying when you need to back down, because what was his character, his entire run in WWE was inserting himself and getting whatever he wanted because yeah. he was, you know, the, the boss's stepson or why do you say stepson <laughs> son-in-law, the, the boss's the, son-in-law, the boss's yeah. son-in-law and and like that he kept inserting himself and taking whatever he wanted and doing whatever he wanted in order to get there. Um, and so it's funny that he is saying when you need to learn to step down and that can be kind of Tommaso's then retort of like, you've been inserting yourself into title pictures and opportunities that you didn't deserve for years and years and years. Um, it's time for uh, us, the people that, uh, put our bodies online every day for you to get what we want or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. This is like a, uh, empowerment of the it's, roster. It is really funny that it, all this just stem from like, you're going to go to the main roster. I don't want to, <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's more than that. Right. Because it's like, yeah, from like a bit from a, a larger scale picture, like look at all the people who have recently gone up from NXT to the main roster. Like, <laughs> What's happening? Yeah, exactly. So he he sees this, like Chapa sees this, and he, and he's not young. He's he's older, and like he's been in a lot of these like very taxing matches on his body, and and I think he wants to, yeah, he wants to wrestle out his days in NXT and put people over and things like that. But the main thing is he doesn't want to go to the main roster, and. It's understandable that you do that you yeah. don't want that. Like And it just grows into it just grows into this idea of that Triple H or that the or that the people that run know what's best for the wrestlers and yeah. what they should and shouldn't do. And so it's this kind of like it's 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 living out this story of kind of like what um like us as fans kind of see. Um from on the outside of like, like that, you know, it sucks that the wrestler doesn't get like someone like 
Um, who is a great example of someone that moved up and then didn't really go anywhere? I mean, the most obvious ones are like retribution, but that's kind of like a whatever yeah. standpoint. I think like a big, I mean, there's a couple of big ones where it's like moved up, was super hyped, and then what happened? Well, and, they, and Andrade and Shinsuke and even Sami Zayn to a certain degree is like, like, look at them in NXT, like how pristine and Oscar, Oscar is another great example too. Yeah. She's obviously the champion right now, but like the way that she was booked at the beginning of her run and then she, her losing her streak to Charlotte for no real reason, kind of like puts a sour taste for me, at least, like as a viewer watching these NXT up, like, oh, even like, even and like Neville. Neville. Oh yeah, uh -huh. yeah. Even like Finn and Kevin Owens. Yeah. Like, for them, they came up and kind of instantly became a big deal and worked towards being a big deal. Like, like, uh. Finn Balor and Kevin Owens are the first two ever universal champions. Yeah. But look what happened to them. Injury. And then after Finn Balor's injury, what'd he do? Eh. I mean, he, he like, again, all these people are still like heavily featured on the main roster, but just their star power from NXT to the main roster kind of went. Nah, yeah. You know? And, and also just like tag teams. I mean, I know it's different, but the tag teams really suffer. Uh, yes. And also, uh, what's his fucking face? Uh, Adam Rose, when he went up, and uh, my favorite, No Way Jose. Uh, <laughs> no, it was, I don't think No Way Jose actually ever really went up, but like, or maybe he did. He did. Um, oh, he did? Anyway, yeah. look, where are those guys now? Where's the Ascension? Like, where's all yeah. these people who got called up too soon? Um, yeah, and even to a degree, like Shayna as well. Like Shayna got called up, and they made her pretty scary, and then she lost, and now she's in a tag team with Nijax. Please, please, please. <laughs> All right, we have to get back. <laughs> but to, so, uh, but yeah. yeah, so it's it's definitely this. That's what this story is going to. So we have now Hunter giving his reasons as to why he attacked Tommaso. And it's that Tommaso was trying to take actions into his own hands, disregarding. He can even pull like try to like pull like, you know, sympathy of like putting other members of the roster uh, uh, in danger. Having no regard for them. Yeah. You know, um, he doesn't realize all the things that I have to think about or I, I have to manage. Yeah. Uh, and and it could be this thing of like it could be this um uh 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 manipulation sort of victim blaming sort of thing of oh. of Tommaso left me no choice. Yeah. Uh Tommaso doesn't realize everything that I have to do and all the, all the strings I have to pull for getting uh, you know, uh, for uh, giving everybody else opportunities, and he took things as, into his own hands, and I had no other choice. 
he's being selfish. Mm-hmm. He says all of these things about caring uh, about the, the roster, the, the superstars, not wanting to move up because he, he saw all of these people, his friends, fail to make it. But what he's really doing is being selfish. Mm. That's oh. good. That's good. Oh. Oh. <laughs> What's happening now? Okay. So the most logical thing is that Ciampa comes back and fights Gargano and Theory. Yes. I think then what needs to happen is you have uh, he probably just shows up with, you know, he has a crutch and an e-brace and probably just attacks them out of the blue and mm-hmm. probably Gargano, you know, feeds theory to the wolves. Yes. And, <laughs> and, and like the, you know, um, chicken shit heel that he is, you know, uh, uh, runs, runs, backs away. Um, and let's and watches Tommaso attack theory. Um, so then it can lead to uh, Gargano and, and Tommaso having a match. How do we work Triple H into that? And where then this will hopefully lead them to finally confront each other. Yes. <sighs> so I think. They would, I think Regal would be there as well. Maybe it's a contract signing because they're, because they are trying to set up a match. Ooh, and Regal's there to facilitate it. Right. And it and it's a match between Gargano and Ciampa. And maybe Regal kind of sides with Ciampa. Hmm. And because Regal sees the trouble that Chomp has been going through. And. And so maybe then it's like the contract agreement is for a street fight or something like that. Yeah. Like a hardcore style match. Um, And then Triple H shows up and is like Gargano's counsel or something. Okay. And then that's where. Tommaso can make the stipulation and kind of challenge Hunter where he's like, if I can beat this punk, I want one-on-one with you. Nice. Is Triple H going to turn down that, that, that challenge? Well, yeah. And, and a hobbled guard, a, a hobbled Champa in a street fight against Gargano. And Gargano potentially having other people interfere, like the the cards are stacked against Champa at this point. So I think I think he would have to say yes. I, I I yeah I think it will show the smugness of Triple H, and that's where like the real kind of heel sort of feeling of him can come out. Even where he's yeah. like, he's just like, um. It's like you really don't know when to say no, do you? You yeah, don't really know when yeah. you don't really know when to give up, do you? Fine. You're <laughs> yeah. on. 
you're on. So this will probably happen at a takeover. Of some yeah, like, well. Or is it a sp just like a special NXT match and then the Triple H match is on? I think it would be that. Yeah, okay, so it's like a special NXT um, that features the street fight between Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa. Um, if Tommaso Ciampa wins, he'll get a one-on-one -on -one match with Triple H. So obviously, Ciampa wins. And yeah. I think Ciampa is going to set... Actually, I think Triple H would cut a promo after, like in a, in a special segment saying like, you've won, but I don't get in the ring for anybody. There has to be... Um, there has to be like consequences for what you're doing. So if you lose this match against me, you leave NXT. And then champ was like, what's in it for me? If I beat you triple H, yeah. I, I get a shot at the NXT title against Karrion Cross. I bad. get my I get my Goldie back. Yeah, he's like, yeah, he gets a, a shot at getting Goldie back against Karrion Cross. So that sets up something that Champa can do post Triple H feud. Um if he wins. Yeah. So the match is set. NXT takeover I don't know. Brooklyn three, <laughs> Brooklyn four, <laughs> uh, Port Brooklyn, however many it is. Portland 17. Uh, yeah. NXT takeover Dallas Take seven. Takeover New Hampshire. <laughs> okay. <laughs> At takeover Nantucket, it's Triple H versus <laughs> Jampa. At, At the inaugural takeover Delaware. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> takeover Delaware. Uh, it is Champa versus Triple H. Uh, loser leaves NXT. Or uh, if Champa loses, winner. he leaves NXT. If Champa wins, yeah. he gets a NXT title, title shot. shot. Ooh. Ooh. We've done Big a lot stakes. to get here. Big stakes. High stakes. High reward. I think Gargano. I think Gargano, like in the street fight, does injure Champa even more. Mm -hmm. because it's like if he's not going to win I mean he's not he obviously doesn't know that he's not going to win but like he in the match tries to inflict as much damage as possible so that he has well, the best chance they have of winning a long, in, yeah they have a long history in doing that he has really hampered Champa in this match against Triple H so all odds are pointing to Triple H beating Champa and uh, Tommaso Champa being sent away. Maybe SmackDown. Maybe Raw. But I think that Ciampa wins. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I and think right. and I think yeah. it definitely comes from like I, I think you could I mean it's a triple H match, so I'm sure that they would want it to be like long and winded, but I think at the same time, like 
you gotta have it be not short, but well paced, so that, um, you know, Hunter kind of messes around with Tommaso because he is injured, attacking, pinpointing the injuries. Um, I think you have a great moment available here where. Gargano comes out with the neck brace to like try mm-hmm. to interfere and he like tries to like slide a sledgehammer into the ring, but like Chapa just like kicks him off the apron. <laughs> yeah. <And> he just like <laughs> maybe that's like close to the finish. Because maybe this is overbooking it a bit, but it's overbooked at Vince uh here. So <laughs> uh <laughs> so basically what happens, I think, is like he Chapa uh is you know, going blows to blows with Triple H. He has him set up for Project Champa Fairytale Ending, whatever that move is called. Um, and Gargano comes running out with a neck brace. And he like, and that kind of distracts Champa briefly. And he tries to slide a sledgehammer in. And Champa just like kicks him off the apron and he gets splatted. But that gives Triple H enough time to recover to put Champa into the position pedigree. for a pedigree. Yeah. But it is reversed. Yeah. Uh, and then Champa locks it into the Project Champa. Splat. Does Champa have a submission move? I want to say yes, actually. I know that but he... Maybe he ha- splats him. He has the Project Champa. He has the uh, Willow's Bell. Um, but if if... If Champa could get Triple H to tap, ooh, that'd be I think brutal. he does. I'm pretty sure he does. Um, I don't know if he does. Yeah. If he does the Gargan, Gargano lock, he has or the, a or the Gargan. Uh, sorry, the Gargano escape, <laughs> as it's called. Uh, Overleaf. It says he uses. Okay. So maybe maybe he he splats him with a Project Champa and gets him into a cloverleaf and and submits Triple H. Submits him. That'd be pretty disrespectful, but also show that you overcame. Because I think it's either gotta be a ta- it's gotta be a submission finish, or it's gotta be a come comes out of nowhere finisher. Oh my God! Champa gets one, two, three wins. I think the finish is yeah. The, the Gargano run in knocks him off the apron. Uh, Triple H gets up, puts him into uh, pedigree position. He spins out of it. Champa hits the Project Champa, and then uh, he's like, "I'm not going to pin him. He's probably going to kick out." Gets a little clover leaf and just. <gasps> <sighs> and Triple H. Trying to make it towards the rope. Yeah, and he like he puts like all of his might into the clover relief. Yeah. And he just pulls it back to the center and just really sinks in and then triple H taps. Wow. <laughs> and it's like, oh my god, Trumpa just made Triple H tap out. Oh damn. That's it. And the and Ch- and Champa gets to stay in NXT. He gets a title shot. Against Karrion Cross to get his revenge to try to get Goldie back, and we don't know what happens. 
because that's another story for another day. Does Triple H then show a sign of respect? I think he has to because at the core of Triple H with NXT is that he's um he's the papa, he's the pointing hands guy. He let the obsession of it being best for business take over his love for NXT. So I think at this point he like he gets up and he's just like maybe maybe it's not even like a handshake or anything. He just looks at Japanese mm-hmm. and limps out of the shakes <laughs> shakes like nods. Just a nod. I, don't even like, think, I think yeah, the handshake is too much. I think he just like is like this is yeah. home for Champa. He re- he recognizes that and he's like and so yeah then yeah it's 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 clear that triple h understand c is like okay no you still you still got it maybe there's even a chance the chance you still got Got it it. (laughs) um yeah yeah. it's like champa versus carrying cross again but this time for the title yeah baller pretty great I like it. I love deep seated emotional stories like that. Those are always fun. And that is deep seated and emotional. Love it. Well, there we go. That is Tommaso Ciampa versus Triple H in current day NXT. Could it happen? Will it happen? Probably not. But it's great to imagine that it will. Um, If you have any opinions on how you would have booked Triple H uh, coming back to uh, wrestle against Tommaso Ciampa in NXT. Uh, Let us know how you would have booked it um, either in the comments of the podcast or online. Now we enter into the final segments of uh, Book It Vince here and we give you a question of the week and our match recommendation. If you want to submit questions that we read out here and answer on the show, uh, you can do it in a number of ways. Uh, you can reach out to us uh, on social media, uh, either on our on our uh, Twitter or Instagram. Whenever we're looking for questions, you can leave them in the comments of an episode and we'll read it out. Or you can, of course, submit them to our submission page on our website, unknownerafilms.com slash book events and submit a question that way. This week's question, Anthony, uh, is just a very kind of simple, fun one. It is, uh, if you could have dinner or lunch or maybe even brunch or breakfast or drinks uh, with a uh, wrestler, who would it be and why? Huh. Good question. Good question. Um, I think there's different ways to approach this answer. I think uh, there's a go-to horny jail bonk way to uh, approach this, uh, or it's like, oh, well, like who I think like would actually be like uh, a really really awesome person to have dinner. With. Um, if possible, if I could moderate. Uh, wait, how many people are there? In this? 
Are you doing like I, a faction or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if I could moderate a table for four with the Undisputed Era, I think that would probably be pretty great. Oh, that'd be cool. <laughs> that'd be really interesting. Get to talk Plus, about like yeah. their experience in NXT, but then also like all of their stuff on the indies because they all they all had rivalries with each other on the indies. Yeah, and uh, Kyle O'Reilly is Canadian, of course, so that would be very enjoyable. Canada. Um, and yeah, and Roderick Strong has a very interesting path to the WWE as long as, as well as Adam Cole and Fish as well. Um, that would be a good time. That'd be cool. I would definitely want to. There's a lot of different people that you could say for a lot of different reasons, obviously. Yeah. Um, I honestly think that I would probably have the most fun and uh, uh, interesting time uh, getting to hang out and drink with the New Day. Yeah, that makes sense. Because of, uh, you know, um, love for video games, love for nerd culture, uh, just talking about wrestling, um, but then also just talking about, like, their experiences and getting to hear about like all the crazy stuff that they've done together, like that would just be a blast to, to hang out and talk with them. Um, also because like you listen to the new day podcast and they, they make fun of each other so much. They love ragging on each other. And that would just be so, I would not be able to stop laughing. Just listening yeah, to them. It would be just, great. just have a, just have a fun night together. That would be hilarious. So how about dinner with the mysterious Ray? Dominic, too Aaliyah, much drama, too much, too much Murphy, <laughs> Murphy, <laughs> too much drama there. No, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh, man, who else would be great? I think like um, I think like Alexa Bliss is is really funny as well. And I think like mm. she 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 like also has great interest in uh, shows like Letterkenny, um, which would be fun to talk about with her and it would yeah good times good times all around maybe ryan cabrera would show up (laughs) maybe and then i could be like who are you again uh (laughs) you've got some songs from the early shooting i'm just i'm just straight shooting no i probably the only the other person if i was speaking like a, a a single or eh, it would hard to be just to choose one of these two it's funny because my match recommendation is going to get into one of the people i would instantly also do uh or choose to uh get to talk to edge and christian oh two yeah ca- two canadian boys one of the best tag teams ever one of my favorite wrestlers ever in edge like Kenny omega would probably be a good one too yeah like video games video games the street fighter mostly um Winnipeg, Manitoba. Yeah, North exactly. Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, there you go. So that's who we would want to uh, hang out with, have dinner with. Uh, let us know which wrestlers you would want to um, get to have dinner or brunch or drinks with, whatever. Uh, and our match recommendation of the week, uh, this week it's my pick, and kind of hinting towards it before, my pick is an edge match. Um, Edge is one of my favorite wrestlers ever. Um, and one of my favorite Edge matches ever 
I've talked about it before on the podcast is Edge versus Mick Foley at WrestleMania. Oh, um, very nice. Specific WrestleMania is it always escapes me. Uh, WrestleMania 22. Um, it's the hardcore match. And boy, was that a brutal match. It was so good. Um, it's such a it, it's such a good match. And then I also implore people to go and listen to Mick Foley and Edge separately uh, talk about that match because they both have really interesting insights. And Edge is such a great talker. And him talking about the match and like behind the scenes of it and everything is so uh, funny and interesting, uh, specifically about the spot where um, he spears Mick Foley th- uh, off the apron into the flaming table oh. uh, um, and talks about uh, how he didn't prepare at all for that moment and realized it afterwards Uh uh and also and just talking about the like getting to wrestle with Mick in in that type of match and the respect that he has for him. So Beautiful. WrestleMania 22 Edge versus Mick Foley in the hardcore match. It's great. But there you go. That's a match recommendation. Uh again, you can always check out all of our match recommendations on our website, unknownairfilms.com slash book events. We post them there. We post them on our social media. Um, and yeah, that's going to be it for this episode, Anthony. It was a good one. It was a fun one. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Please. And please let us know if you enjoy what we do here, um, by rating and reviewing the podcast on whatever app you have, or just sending us some loving words online. And you can do that by following us and everything that we we do here at unknown era films, uh, by checking us out online at UE underscore films, or you can follow and talk to each of us online individually by following myself at Barton underscore minute or following Mr. Anthony Hall at Hall and jokes on Instagram and Twitter. And also you could talk to us via the book it Vince Twitter account at book it Vince pod. Exactly. Thank you so much for listening and or watching this week's episode. Be safe out there. Watch some wrestling and we'll catch you next time. I'm doing the hand gesture, but I can't say the word because it's copyright. Too sweet. Dos sweet. Sweet.